0: What's your sole purpose in this army? To do whatever you tell me, drill sergeant. God damn it, Gump. You're a goddamn genius. That's the most outstanding answer I've ever heard. You must have a goddamn IQ of 160. You are goddamn gifted, Private Gump. Let up, people. Now, for some reason, I fit in the army like one of them round pegs. It's not really hard. You just make your bed real neat and remember to stand up straight. And always answer every question with, yes, drill sergeant. Is that clear? Yes, yes, drill sergeant!
1: What you do is you just drag your nets along the bottom. On a good day, you can catch over
0: 100
2: pounds of shrimp. Everything goes all right. Two men shrimp in 10 hours. That's what you spend on gas. You can... Done, drill sergeant?
0: Go. Why did you put that weapon together so quickly, go? You told me to, real sergeant. Jesus H. Christ, this is a new company record. If it wouldn't be a waste of such a damn fine enlisted men, I'd recommend you for OCS private gump. You are going to be a general someday gump. Now, disassemble your weapon and continue.
1: Anyway, like I was saying,
0: shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, boil it,
1: broil it, bake it, saute it. There's um, shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole. Shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp. Shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad, shrimp and potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich.
0: That's that's about it.
1: Okay, this week on the podcast, uh, life is like a box of chocolates.
2: You never know what you're going to get.
1: Yeah, and I think most of you recognize that one. That means we're doing Forrest Gump on this week on 100 Movies I Love. 100 Movies You Love. And I'm Jason Martin. And I am Paul Conlon. Yep. And opens up with uh, The Feather. The Feather. Yeah, floating, floating through the air. And it lands and uh, um it lands on Forrest Gump's lap, whatever he puts it into his Curious George book.
2: And I like that the scene follows the feather down, mm-hmm. almost like straight down, and you can see Forrest sitting in the background. You don't know the movie, but there he is. Right. Once you've seen the movie, you can see him in the background on the bench sitting, waiting for the movie to start, yeah. gets, you say.
1: Yeah. And uh he puts it in his book, and you can see in his suitcase, uh some, has some things, has his ping pong paddle. Uh, has crest toothpaste, which is what he uh, had along with his, on the side of his helmet uh, when he was in Vietnam. It's got an I Love New York button and a Bub Gump hat. So it's got some of the, some of the things from the movie. Um, not, not a lot of them, because not most of them because there's so many different you know, things that could have been there. But, um, and he's on the bench waiting for the bus and uh, the first person next to him is a nurse. Uh, played by Rebecca Williams, and she's listening to him, kind of listening to him, being polite, not necessarily engaging, but you know, she's polite or whatever, and just listen to his story. And this is right off is right off the bat is where he says, "My mom always said life is like a box of chocolates; you never know what you're going to get." And he does it, you know, with with chocolates in his mouth. So well, I also like that they kind
2: of when they really start to zoom in on Forrest, mm-hmm. they pull into the feet first. Where the feather oh, okay. hands, the yeah. dirty tennis shoes, which you don't know why they're dirty tennis right. shoes, just he's wearing dirty tennis shoes and they both, and then when she said down, she's got these nice clean white hospital shoes. Right. Uh, there's that contrast going on there. Yeah. But uh the real clue is the dirty tennis shoes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh after he after he looks at her and says, they must be comfortable shoes and she says, My feet hurt. <laughs> um, and uh and then uh, we show um back to his um when he was a kid um when he's getting uh examined by the doctor and uh the uh they're talking about needing braces for his legs and he's like his legs are strong but his back is as crooked as a politician Um, (laughs) and then uh it shows who he was named after forrest the forest part of his name who he's named after Nathan Nathan Bedford Forrest um and it shows uh it shows uh Sort of a uh, version of uh, Birth of a Nation kind of thing. Well, that, that usually taken from Birth of a Nation. Oh, is it, it actually on in front? The, oh, okay, the yeah. Version of, version of him. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so that actual that looks like it's from Birth of a Nation is from Birth of the Nation.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, and it. Uh, he said the uh, the forest part was to remind me that sometimes we do things that don't make no sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like what his uh, his he was walking down the street and his mom was uh, you know irritated by the people making fun of him whatever because of his legs. And uh, he says, uh, she says, if God intended everybody to be the same, he would have given us all braces on our legs, <laughs> which is such a great fucked up line um, to make him feel better, but um, it's a pretty, pretty good line. Um, and uh, she's telling Forrest, you know, you're no different. And a smash cut to the principal saying, your boy's different and uh you know he's talking, talking about how his iq is uh, below normal and he'd have to go to a different school basically and uh she says there must be something that can be done and uh, he says there is there mr gump mrs gump and uh so then you get back to the house and uh the principal and uh the mom are having sex and the force is outside and he hears the noise um here's the noise going on and uh he walks outside and the principal looks at Forrest and said, Your mom sure does care about your school and son. And he's like, he's like, You know, do you say anything? And he's like, E, 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 imitating the sound that he was making up there. It's a pretty cute, uh, pretty cute line. I wanted to say that's uh that actor Sam Anderson. Man, he's been in so many things. Yeah, so it has been uh, I don't know, he's been I'm sure he's been the principal in some things and Lawyer, and I don't know, but he's been in a lot of things, a lot of TV shows and movies um, over the years.
2: The smarmy characters seem to be his forte. Yeah,
1: yeah. And um, um, Forrest talks about his uh, mom. Um, their house is a boarding house, and uh, it sees uh, you see Forrest um, upstairs talking to this stranger, um, and it's Elvis, and the voice is Kurt Russell. <laughs> Again. Uh I get the voice of Kurt Russell in there.
2: Another uh, Kurt Russell Elvis.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh basically the showing that Forrest uh invented his uh his style of dancing because of his uh brace braces on his legs, he had to do it that way. Um and uh it shows Forrest like going to his first day of school and uh the bus ride and uh
2: no one will let him sit down.
1: Well no before that, but yeah, before that he talks to the bus driver. He's like, you know, oh, yeah. my mama told me not to like talk to strangers, like he introduced her, and you're like, okay, now we're not strangers anymore. But yeah, he um yeah, the all the kids didn't did want to let him sit down. And uh that's a great little line here where you know it it's his narration is, as adult is it's funny when a young man recollects I don't remember being born, I don't know what I got from my first Christmas, I don't want to don't know what I when i went on my first outdoor picnic but i do remember the first time i heard the sweetest voice in the wide world and that's where he met jenny and jenny yep. offered him a seat and uh um uh jenny jenny mentions the thing of uh, are, you, are you stupid or something and he says you know stupid is stupid does and he's like from then on jenny and me was like peas and carrots and uh, i always love that line too um And it shows him and Jenny uh, still as, you know, little kids and the neighborhood bullies or whatever, throwing rocks at him. And she's saying, run, Forrest, run. And uh, narration, uh, he's saying, you know, wouldn't you believe me if I told you, but I could run like the wind blows. And it's still, uh, uh, you know, showing him running. Um, but, uh, and and it shows Jenny still as a kid and uh, they go to Jenny's home and, forrest is talking about you know he was a very loving man he was always kissing on her and her sisters and she said Shh, daddy's taking a nap and he was passed out like in the garden or whatever uh had a bottle of liquor in his hand and it's kind of chasing after him and they, they take off and then it shows them now the real actor is playing them but they're in high school same bullies are chasing them except now they have a truck and jenny jenny's saying run forrest run and uh he, he keeps running and running and he runs through a practice. We
2: missed a, one of the important uh, What's foreshadowing. Yeah. There. Uh, uh, she runs off in the field before us and says, uh, pray before us. Mm-hmm. Her prayer is that God makes her birds so she can fly away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that comes up with the actions Jenny takes throughout the rest of the film, even mm-hmm. till, uh, Forrest's last talk with her. Mm-hmm. When then, as he's leaving her gravesite and the birds are, are flying away.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, uh, it shows uh, it shows him running he runs through the practice uh, Alabama college football team Alabama is actually practicing and uh, he runs right through the line of scrimmage, blows by the wide receiver. you know the wide receiver catches the ball and he keeps running and just runs much faster than him. and, and it you know it shows Paul Bear Bryant, you know,
2: Sunny Shroyer was in, uh, who's Enos on uh, Dukes of Hazard?
1: Was that Sunny Shore yeah. Yep. Wow.
2: I I had like a look because I knew I would recognized him from somewhere. I thought it was someone else. I actually thought it was Michael Rooker at first. Like, oh,
1: Michael no, Rooker. No. I had
2: a look. Oh, Sunny Schroer. Okay, yeah.
1: You know, I bet I bet the first time I saw this, I probably recognized him and I forgot because I I love Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, I bet I, I bet I recognized him back then, but I forgot about that. There Um, there he was. Yeah, and uh, you know they don't ever announce him as saying, "Hey, this is Barry Bryant," but it was Barry Bryant. It was wearing the same, uh, same outfit, the same hat. You
2: know, and Alabama for granted. Right, right. Alabama in the fifties.
1: Yeah, and you know it. uh, You know, during the first game, he keeps running, and uh, you know they give him the ball on the uh, the kick return, and they got to tell him to run and tell him which way to run. He keeps running and he actually keeps running through the end zone and knocks every part of the band. So uh,
2: interesting, Trivia, right about that scene. The the handoff right there was illegal. The the touchdown never would have counted.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I don't even think about Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to mention a Paul Brenner Bryant thing because, I mean, when I was old enough to start watching Call Football, he he was still around. I mean, I was old enough to pay attention and, you know, legendary coach, of course. But, um, one thing I heard a couple couple years ago is why Paul why the Alabama was so good, is is like they have a rule now like there's a limit of how many basically scholarships you can have, is because Alabama was so good they would spend the money, and they would they would get triple the amount of people that actually needed under scholarship basically to keep them from going to other schools.
2: Oh, so people would know that I go right. before your schooling with, with Alabama even if I didn't play as much. Right, I get schooling.
1: Well, yeah, and, and maybe maybe they deceived him in thinking they were going to play, but the main thing they cared about is want to keep him from going to Auburn or yeah. Tennessee or Georgia, so they kept a lot of those good players from ever playing
2: for someone else. Right. Playing so it made
1: them made them better. They, if they weren't
2: really playing for them, At least they weren't playing against him.
1: Right. Right. So I just started that like maybe two years ago. I thought it was pretty interesting. There's a. You know, I think the rule, whatever rule it is, a certain number of scholarships was because of that. I think it's not officially cheating, but sort of cheating, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Gray area. So um, and uh, next it shows uh, a uh, talking about the integration of the University of Alabama. And uh, Forrest is walking up and it's got the black and white like film footage thing. And uh, he asked some guy what's happening. And the guy says, "Coons trying to infiltrate to school. He's like, not coons, I'm like mama was, they want to go to school with us. And like, but these teeth, of course he thought he's talking about raccoons, about flushing them out with, I don't know what it was or something. Um, and the, and then the guy says, well, the guy says the N word. He's like, they want to go to school with us. They do. Force isn't like upset. He's just like, they do. Why? Okay. I, I, don't, I don't understand, but okay. they do. And of course the girl, uh, Forrest is in the background <laughs> while, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Governor Wallace, Wallace is uh, making the speech, and uh, the one, uh, the one, the woman uh, drops the book. He picks it up for her and the traditional
2: her. black and white uh, camo composition book.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and the football coaches are watching on TV the news footage, like later that day or whatever. I say, is that Gump? And then he's walking in the background. You know, he's got a towel over over his front, but he's walking. You know he's walking uh, up up past him or whatever. And, uh, he's just smiling at him. And they're like, <laughs> um, and, uh, so then on the bench, the nurse leaves and there's a new woman, um, and force keeps talking to her. And, uh, uh, this is where, uh, force is talking about, you know, what kind of college do you go to? I, I went to, a, I went to a, uh, Jenny went to a girls only where I couldn't, we couldn't go. And, uh, it shows him in college. The rain's pouring down. He's waiting for Jenny. He's got a box of chocolates to give to her, and uh, uh, Forrest is waiting. And she pulls up, or her, her and her date pull up in the car, and um, the um, and then she he's kind of, you know, I don't know, dominating her, whatever. So Forrest comes up and starts punching the guy, and uh, you know. She's like, Forrest, you can't do that every time. You can't just do that whenever you want. Um, and uh, uh, Jenny's talking about, in her room, talking about I want to be a singer like Joan Baez. I want to be on stage with my guitar, just me. How uh, are running? Yeah. And, uh, and this is where Jenny, in her dorm room, she's like, have you ever been with a girl, Forrest? He's like, I sit next to him in home ac Mac all the time. And uh, this is where she takes her uh, bra off and puts his hand on her, on her breast and uh and he uh, ejaculates you know <laughs> and uh she says i bet that never happened in home ec. and he just laughs about that so um and the reveal is uh you pan back and you see that the roommate is there awake facing the other way and he says i think i ruined your your bathroom your roommate's bathrobe <laughs> um and uh you get to, he's talking about, he's on the All-America team, um, and uh, he's like, the one thing about going to the White House, you can, you can uh, have all you, eat, all you want to eat and drink. It's like, I wasn't really hungry, so I drank me about 15 Dr. Peppers.
2: Now, the first Dr. Pepper he picks up was opened by one of the servers there, played mm-hmm. by Michael T. Williamson, played both Really? Yeah.
1: Huh. Was there a
2: reason for that? Uh, Tom Hanks played multiple characters, you know. He right. played Nathan Bedford Forrest. Right. Um, Gary Sinise played multiple characters. All of his ancestors right. died through uh, his wars. Okay. Michael T. Williamson played multiple characters. Uh, There's one other character for him. And Sally Field also played multiple characters. In one of the scenes with all the reporters, she's a, she plays a male reporter. Really? So everyone was used multiple times
1: Yeah. throughout the movie. Huh. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know about I mean, well, Sinise, that was obvious, but I didn't know about the other stuff. Um, huh. Okay. Um, and, uh, there, uh, you know, when he meets JFK and shakes his hand, he's, you know, what he says is, I, I got to pee. And, uh, JFK repeats it, uh, I believe that man said he had to pee. Um, and, uh, he mentions that, you know, only after only five years, I got a college degree. And, uh, the army recruiter is there talking to him and where his mom's there, there and, uh, congratulations son have you given any thought to your future and then he's in the army <laughs> and
2: uh once get on the bus
1: yeah yeah and uh he's in the army and uh that's where he meets Bubba and uh Bubba asked him if he's ever been on a shrimp boat and he said no but I've been on a real big boat and uh he's like no shrimp you know shrimp and uh let's talk about uh showing Bubba's uh, history his mama cooked shrimp his grandmama would cook shrimp his of course his they're showing it his mom is either is the you know servant the maid or you're going back far enough possibly a slave but always serving to yeah. rich white women you know rich white families or whatever um of course plays it, that comes up later but um um and uh, his sergeant uh comes up to him and said so, gump what's your sole purpose in this army and he said to do whatever you tell me drill sergeant and the sergeant says god damn it gump you're a goddamn genius that's the most outstanding answer i've ever heard you must have an iq of 160 <laughs> that's so great um and uh and then you get back to bubba and them like cleaning the floor or whatever toothbrushes and bubba's still talking about shrimp and he goes through so 20 different we uh shrimp things
2: we were we had a trivia uh contest big giant trivia contest. yeah you know the one we played in the the annual one where you have the ten thousand dollar prize oh, okay one of the, the last question was uh how many different ways did bubba say you could prepare oh. shrimp? and the last question on that was for everyone you got right you got like one point but for everyone you got wrong you lost three points so you couldn't get anything wrong yeah 17 was the answer so really? he, he said he gave 17 different ways okay of preparing shrimp obviously probably hundreds more but Right, right. In the
1: movie, 17. Okay, okay. Um, And uh, um, it shows uh, Forrest uh, about to go to bed, and uh, one of the other guys says, hey, check out this this one, and he throws a Playboy to her, and uh, Jenny is in the Playboy. So she's uh, Girls of the Southeast or something like that. Um, And uh, so – Forrest wants to go see her and uh, he goes to see her and uh, he's saying it wasn't all bad. She got offered this job singing. um, And it shows Jenny on stage um, singing uh, blown in the wind. Uh, Her her stage name is Bobby Dylan (laughs) and uh, she's topless, but she's got the guitar covering her and, uh, and Forrest says her dream had come true. And uh, so she's on there, you know, and Forrest is like the only person that doesn't realize it's, you know, the gravity of the situation, I guess. Um, but, uh, you know, some, some guy in the audience says, someone get her a harmonica, you know, <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, and, uh, so Jenny and Forrester spend some time together and there's, uh, where Jenny is on the bridge and, uh, she talks about flying. Yeah. Talk about flying. flying. Yeah. She's contemplating suicide and, uh, and, uh, Jenny decides she's going to hitchhike right there. And, uh, and she's getting ready, getting this truck. And then, uh, Forces, I'm going to Vietnam, and she says, uh, "Promise me, don't try to be brave. Just when some, just run, just run away." And uh, yeah, so, and uh,
2: the the uh, the scene in the in the show with her, the guitar, the guy throws the drink at her feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess apparently you should have been thrown at her face, whatever. But the directors Mecca said, "Look, we don't want to ruin her makeup, and do have to take over and over again. So throw it at her feet. That way we can yeah. make it on the face.
1: Oh yeah, just kind yeah. of." I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the, um, they, um, when they get to the Vietnam stuff, they fit like every, um, sort of pre- prototypical classic rock Vietnam song into this, this little part of the movie, <laughs> the song uh, opens up with fortunate son. Um, and this is where they meet Lieutenant Dan and, uh, um, Lieutenant Dan asked Bubba, "Is like what's what's wrong with your lip?" He's like, "You better tuck that in. You're gonna catch a tripwire." And uh, they keep answering the questions at the same time. And Lieutenant Dan asked them if they're twins, and they look at each other and say, "No, sir, we're not related." Um, and it shows the history of this. Where the history of Lieutenant Dan, it's got uh, some of his family had fought and died in every single American war. And
2: uh, it shows it. Uh... Revolutionary War uniform, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, Civil, War, Civil War uniform, yeah. and, uh, World War One mm-hmm. uniform, World yeah. War Two uniform. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, um, the rain. He's talking about how it rains when it rains. It just rains all the time, and it starts. And uh, he's writing letters to Jenny, and uh, and then the song "For What It's Worth" comes on, another Vietnam era song. And then the song All Along the Watchtower comes on, the Hendrix version, of course. Um, And this is great where he introduces some of the guys in the platoon. And this is sort of making fun of a lot of World War II films that would have, you know, the guy from Brooklyn, the guy from this, the guy from that. And uh, he said, there's Dallas from Phoenix, there's Cleveland, he was from Detroit, and there's Tex. I can't remember where Tex is from, you know? (laughs) It's such a great joke. Yeah, that's that's a really really good meta, like great joke, really. And uh finally the rain stops and all of a sudden the shooting and bombing starts and the uh, Forest is uh starts running, runs out, but he keeps going back to save people
2: and uh and he goes back to get Bubba, but he sees someone yeah. else. So he helps them out mm-hmm. and he goes back for Bubba he sees mm-hmm. someone else and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. You go back to save his buddy Bubba.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh he, uh, keeps going back and back and gets everyone, um, and, uh, when he was, you know, saving Bubba, you know, uh, a, a bullet caught him in the buttocks, as he says, um, and he's the telling, buttocks. and he's telling, uh, the woman on the bench, "She's like, they said it was a million dollar wound, but the army must keep that money because I still ain't seen a nickel of that many dollars, Yeah, such a great line. Um, and then, uh, he's talking about Lieutenant Dan is in the bed next to him in the hospital and, uh you know, Forrest is saying it from like, uh, you know, I got to have my friend right next to me, you know, and he's seen it from a nice point of view, but Lieutenant Dan's just staring off in the distance, uh, depressed. And, uh, and Lieutenant Dan's legs are gone. Um, which is one of the, you know, at the time, one of the most, uh, amazing special effects ever done in a movie. Um, you know the legs, the legless, legs. Gary yeah.
2: Sinise. so basically what they did was they wrapped his legs in blue cloth mm-hmm. and then uh digitally edited it out yeah
1: yeah and at the time it was like because Gary Sinise was not known at all yet really at the time people were probably thinking well maybe he actually doesn't have legs and they need to put legs on him during the you know like but yeah that's just at the time that was unbelievable I mean kind of a, you know, leap as a year later, a year later than Jurassic Park, a similar leap in like technology, you know, believability. Um, and, uh, next it shows, uh, this is where Forrest starts playing ping pong. And, uh, the one guy asked him, have you ever played? And, uh, he's like, all you gotta do is keep your eye on the ball. And how he does is keep it on the ball. And, uh, the guy says something like, yeah, see, any, any, any can play this. Um, and, uh, So we get a couple more uh, songs from the era. We get People Are Strange and uh, Break On Through the other side. Um, A couple big door songs in there. Um, This is where uh, Dan, uh, Lieutenant Dan goes home. He's gone. He's gone one day. And he doesn't (laughs) tell Forrest he's gone. um, And it shows um, LBJ giving him the medal. Um, And uh, he says something like, I heard it they shot you in the butt, but in the rear or something like that. He's like, I sure like to see that. And he bends over and moons him.
2: Moon, shows me butt.
1: Yeah. Um, There's where Gump was in DC, torn the, the, all the monuments. And some woman just says, follow me. Uh, some woman just says, follow me. and He just gets in fucking line. Um, and. Um, he just gets in line with her. Doesn't question. And uh, she's going up to this, to the podium to protest, and uh, you know to to talk about the protest the war, and uh, we get Abby Hoffman on stage, um, and um, you know they they don't mention of course they don't mention his name either, but it's Abby Hoffman, um, and you know being a PG thirteen movie you get one fuck, and it's said by uh when when the, uh, Forrest is getting ready to speak you know Abby says, you know. Viet fucking nom and before that, the the he was saying fucks, but they were like interspersed with like other sounds, yeah. so it was like they weren't bleeped, but it was like uh, blocked. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the and the strategic word, you know, strategic yeah. fucking. You know, for those of you who don't know, we talked about before, PG thirteen movie, you can say fuck as long as you're not talking about fucking someone. Literally, like you can say fuck you, but you can't. Say you want to fuck. So <laughs> and that's it. And that's all you get. Um PG 13. So they
2: they used it wisely.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, and then when Forrest got up to speak, um, um, the one whoever it was, some kind of military, like upper military guy, unplugs yeah. all the uh microphones, right, right, absolutely, yeah. And uh and they're all pissed on him, and then you get another. Great song from there. Mrs. Robinson, the original, of course, Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, so
2: uh, according to Hanks, what he said was, sometimes when people go to Vietnam, mm-hmm. they go home to their mamas without any legs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't go home at all. That's a bad thing. That's all I have to say about that.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, after he's done speaking, Jenny jumps out into the middle of the you know the reflecting pool and uh it is attention because you know there's like several hundred thousand people there um but um and then it's Forest, amazing
2: how they get all those extras
1: oh no, I
2: know well it's, they didn't really
1: yeah really they
2: had probably had like 1500 extras yeah and as they're recording various parts they move them around and then they kind of composite them all together to fill up the whole uh, reflecting area
1: oh, okay okay um and um, yeah, it's, it was great. They had a reunion in the middle of the pool and everyone's cheering. Um And this is where uh, Jenny introduces um, Forrest to her uh, boyfriend, um, who happens to be um, in the Black Panthers. <laughs> and uh, the, one, the first thing the guy says is, he's the baby killer. <laughs> and uh, there's a Black Panther guy, like Jenny's boyfriend is a white guy, but then there's a Black Panther Panther guy telling Forrest about his beliefs very strongly about his beliefs and Forrest is staring straight over at Jenny and her boyfriend, absolutely not listening to anything he's saying. And uh, and then uh, he what Jenny's boyfriend hits her and then Jenny comes over. I mean, Forrest goes over and hits him and tackles uh,
2: him, knocks him over, hits him.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's seriously, it's it's um. When he says "baby killer," it's it's hard to think of. Like, if you're someone who's even 35 or younger, it's hard to believe. There's a time where, like now, no matter what, everyone is automatically respectful to a soldier always. But in that era, like soldiers were the enemies to a lot of people. They really were, you know.
2: What was the war at the time?
1: Right, right. But I mean, it wasn't like now. We would say we hate the war, but the soldiers are good. Back then, people a lot of people hated soldiers. Like, really, it was it's fucking dark. Like, they really were, you know, like against the soldiers too. And it's honestly, if you're if you're under thirty five, you that makes no sense because you haven't seen that world. But it's it's actually true. Like, we've
2: pretty much been solid war for what 20, 20 years in Afghanistan plus right. that, so maybe thirty years solid. No, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But it's it's hard to believe. But that was actually that's actually the way it was back then.
2: Yeah, I think when Vietnam came up. Uh, korea had been over for 10 years it was yeah. 10 years between yeah. world war ii and korea so there was these big giant gaps and these little tight little wars would happen that we were involved in mm-hmm. um, but uh yeah anyone under a certain age now um mm-hmm. we've been
1: in war constantly yeah yeah somewhere in the world right and we we'll be back right after this are you coming along learn-
0: Mama said not to be taking rides from strangers. This is
2: a busted school.
0: I'm Forrest, Forrest Gump.
2: I'm Dorothy Harris.
0: Well now we ain't strangers anymore. You can't sit here. You know, it's funny what a young man recollects, because I don't remember being born. Uh, I I don't recall what I got for my first Christmas. I don't know when I went on my first outdoor picnic, but I do remember the first time I heard the sweetest voice in the wide world. You can sit here if you want I had never seen anything so beautiful in my life. She was like an angel. Well, you're gonna sit down, aren't you? What's wrong with your legs? I'm nothing at all, thank you. My legs are just fine and dandy. I just sat next to her on that bus bus and had a conversation all the way to school. My back's crooked like a question mark. And next to Mama, no one ever talked to me or asked me questions. Are you stupid or something? Mama says stupid as a stupid does. I'm Jenny. I'm Forrest, Forrest Gump. From that day on, we was always together. Jenny and me was like peas and carrots.
1: We are back here on the podcast talking about Forrest Gump. And, um... This movie on Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score, 71. Wow. Uh, the audience score, 95. 95. What the
2: fuck? Uh, I'll tell you one of the reasons why. This is what this time around. There's really no plot to this movie. Yeah. It's more like a series of vignettes. Yeah, it is. In fact, I was trying to figure out, you know, we, we do the, the villain thing and all this stuff. And I had read this article about, oh, Jenny's a real villain, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I do not really see that she's barely in the movie for one thing mm-hmm. um, although he obsesses over her through mm-hmm. most of his life her actual presence is slight
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and in this movie you know so I sort of think about the the character art the story art the hero's story and Forrest doesn't really have one I mean he's pretty much same and even kill he does yeah. a lot of different things mm-hmm. does not really change that much yeah um he doesn't get any wiser he didn't solve any problems that he intends to solve. And so it's more of a him going through life and yeah. all these vignettes and things that are happening.
1: Yeah,
2: And actually, I wound up seeing it more like a, a, a microcosm of America at the times. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was involved with all these big things. And I start seeing all the other characters as just sort of maybe different versions of America, different perspectives that we Americans have mm-hmm. about ourselves and our country. Yeah. You know, Lieutenant Dan, Forrest Gump, Bubba, Jenny, Mom—all these major characters in the movie—they're all really more perspectives that various Americans have on the on the country itself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, But I mean, I know within like you know, like the podcast, like Unspooled, which you know did the top 100 AFI movies, and the Facebook group is a lot of extremely well versed. Um, Movie historians like extremely, and there's not a lot of love for Forrest Gump. There's not a lot of love for it. There really isn't.
2: Um, it's it's tough to uh pigeonhole it from a let's say a critic's point of view because there isn't a a real plot, Mm -hmm. there isn't a lot of character growth for for Forrest Gump. Uh, probably the person has the most character growth from beginning to end is Jenny, but we see so little of her. Mm -hmm. A lot of it's thrown in semi-flashbacks or flash sideways. I'm thinking about Jenny, I wonder what she's doing. They show what she's doing, wordlessly going through many of the different things that Mm America was going through at the time while he's going through a different track. Um, So I can see where a lot of critics will say, yeah, a lot of interesting, fun stuff that they did, but... As a movie, you know, there's, not, there's no plot. There's no yeah. character development for the main character. none of this, none of that. None of the mm. stuff we look for to earmark it as a movie. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. I think it's just a lot of critics look at it and say, we can't find our
1: metrics, So, but... Yeah,
2: yeah. I liked it, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah you too. <laughs> um, the budget on a movie, $55 million. Uh Box office, $683 million. For Paramount, this movie made more... Made $100
2: million... Dollars faster than any movie at the time, Mm
1: -hmm. 150
2: million faster, 200 million faster than Mm -hmm. any movie had for Paramount at the time. Really, one of the fastest grossing movies for them,
1: yeah, ever. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, massive, massive hit. Um, The adjusted for inflation, 1.258 billion dollars.
2: That's up there in uh, Marvel blockbuster. Yes, yeah, and as far as. As far as and that's just ticket sales, right?
1: Yeah. And as far as this list goes, my list, it's uh, maybe, maybe three, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, as far as adjusted
2: um, box office. Yeah.
1: It's, it's up there, top four at least. Um, massive, massive hit. Uh, the IMDb rankings, number 12 movie of
2: all time. Wow. That's, that's a big number.
1: Right. Right. Um, Especially because I've said the IMD rankings is a lot of guys movie guys' movies and that, this doesn't necessarily fit into that criteria of a doctor guy movie. It doesn't but like at the, the godfather or a good fellow. If
2: test. you think of it in the, the Bechtel test, yeah. there's uh, really three women in yeah. here that we know. Four. Okay, yeah. we got Jenny, we got yeah. mom. Right. What's mom's name? <laughs> mom. Yeah. Okay, mom. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Bubba's mom. Yeah. mrs blue right, right we got susan dan's uh, fiance oh right and that's about it and the only two yeah. that really interact um probably mom and jenny but i don't remember any scenes directly with the two of them uh-huh. and then susan and jenny say hello once and yeah. that's pretty much it yeah. so regards to the bechdel test eh, it does
1: right right well definitely yeah.
2: so a guy's movie sure
1: Oh yeah, just it doesn't it doesn't. It's not your action. Doesn't movie. fit into the uh, kind of macho thing of no yeah. You know. But I'm just surprised as as high on it really. Um, um, yeah, the you know, the, the run the critics might not have thought it was great, but a people lot of people did. a lot of people did. Not just people. Um, here's your Oscar wins: um, Best Picture, uh, Tom mm-hmm. Hanks for Best Lead Actor, uh, Best Director. Best screenplay, editing, special effects. Those are just your wins. Your nominations for Sinise for supporting actor, cinematography, art direction, sound, sound effects, makeup, score. Uh, Golden Globe wins. Best picture, best director, uh, lead actor for Hanks, Golden Globe nomination for, for Robin Wright, uh, supporting actress, um, Sinise, and screenplay and score. And the, the what counts more than anything the original AFI list was number seventy-one, same as its Rotten Tomatoes score, which is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the the, the newest list, two thousand seven, number seventy-six. Um, so, okay, this movie has is is like in the lower ten percent of the movies on the list, probably of the critic the critic score for Rotten Tomatoes, but uh, also. Not only did it win Best Picture, but this is, I consider this is the this is the number one year in the history of movies for the Best Picture nominees. Because it beat Pulp Fiction, it beat Shawshank Redemption, it beat Quiz Show, and if you don't know what Quiz Show is, you, you need to, and it beat uh, Four Weddings of Funeral. This is the greatest year in the history of the, the nominee movies. movies. At least one, there used to be five, at least. Um, you know, it, it did all that. And <laughs> of course, a lot of people now say that Um, you know, Pulp Fiction should have won, or they might even say Shawshank should have won, um, but that's, that's legitimate. You know, it probably should have, but, um, it's also number 40 on the AFI quotes list of all time. Life is like a box of chocolates. Uh, it's number 40, uh, AFI has separate lists of 100 cheers, like inspiring movies. It's number 37 on that list of all time. Um. It's the number four selling movie soundtrack of all time. You want to guess the ones that are above it? Number seven, you said?
2: It's number four. Number four. Yeah. Soundtracks, movies, Saturday Night Fever?
1: Saturday Night Fever is number two. Grease? Grease is number six.
2: Okay, so there's Grease, West Side
1: Story? Actually, Grease is number seven. West Side Story is not on there. Uh, Sound of Music? Not on there. Soundtracks for movies. Uh, no, what else is up there? Bodyguard is number one. Oh, okay. And Serenite Fever, Purple Rain, Purple Rain, then Force Gump, Dirty Dancing, Titanic, and Grease. Wow, there's some. Uh, Bodyguard's one that sneaks up on you there—you don't expect it to be.
2: Well, once you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, because it did so well. Yeah, that one same old soundtrack, yeah. right, right. And Whitney really Houston was top form at the time.
1: Right, right. And but those are some heavy hitters, and no one would. If you was asking somebody, no one would put Forrest Gump on that list. If you knew,
2: no, but you know nowadays, I think Forrest Gump was one of the first movies that used the music to move the narrative forward the, mm-hmm. that way. Because every song, I be- pretty sure, was in chronological order, so that you could I think so. So you could follow yeah. along the timeline, even if it, they fudged things a little bit here and mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the soundtrack, as a soundtrack, moved along. So did time
1: yeah yeah um and uh yeah it's just hard to believe you think of the number four soundtrack of all of all time so <laughs> um now the, the movie was released july 6th 1994 do you remember when you first saw the movie uh i'm pretty sure it's on the
2: theaters but i don't mm-hmm. remember when i saw it yeah at first um i remember liking it back then Just mm-hmm. one movie
1: yeah, I definitely saw it in theaters. I, I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't see it right away. I think I might have saw it maybe November or December maybe, but I, I definitely saw it in theaters, and it was right after I moved to Georgia. Like, I moved to Georgia on November 1st of 94, and it was sometime, you know, maybe December or something, but I definitely saw it in theaters. Um, And loved it. Loved it the first time I saw it, for sure.
2: When did it come out again? What day?
1: July 6th, 1994. Was it still in the theaters when you got here?
2: Oh, yeah. This movie? This movie, yes. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been the dollar theaters, but not in the regular theaters. Well, that's that's what maybe uh, six six months later.
1: Maybe, but this this you gotta forget you forget this movie made almost seven hundred million dollars, <laughs> so it was around a while. I don't, I don't remember it might have been a dollar theater I saw that, but it just it stayed in theaters for a long time. So yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, it might have been a dollar theater, but um, here's other movies that are in theaters at the time: uh, Beverly Hills Cop Three. Funstone's movie, Speed, City Slickers Two, True Lies, North, The Mask, Clear and Present Danger, Natural Born Killers, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, Edward Wood, Shawshank Redemption, and Quarks.
2: Wait, Edward was around the same time. Uh huh. And it wasn't nominated
1: for Best Picture. No,
2: I'm actually. I'm like so understanding. Actually, so understanding about that not being nominated. Should
1: have been, but you know, <laughs> should have been. Um, so. So which of those have you seen in theaters? Shawshank Redemption.
2: Yeah, I, I should say Shawshank Redemption is one I've seen the most of. It's yeah. one of the few movies that, no matter where it is on TV, I'm yeah. passing through it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop and watch it till the mm-hmm. end. Um, but I have seen uh, <clears throat> in the theaters. I saw Speed in the theaters. Uh, True Lies. I saw in the theaters. The Mask. Uh, Mask was fun. Mm-hmm. Clear and Present Danger. I saw in theaters. Natural Born Killers. I saw in the theaters. Pulp Fiction. in The theaters. Quiz Show. Theaters. Shawshank. Uh, clerks. Uh, I saw all those, the other ones. No, mm-hmm. I didn't see the theaters.
1: I saw. And I, I think
2: my lucky stars. I never saw it yeah, in the theaters. Yeah.
1: I saw Funstones in theaters, the Funstones movie. I saw. um someone, John Goodman? Yeah. The live action one? Yeah. And I saw The Mask in theaters. Um, I saw Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers, I mentioned before in the podcast, the first time I remember somebody walking out in the middle of the, theater, in the movie. I'm Some other to- couple, <laughs> when, they, when it was taught jokes about writing Dangerfield being her dad and, and beating her up. And there was a laugh track behind it. And this older couple <laughs> is walking out. Um,
2: it must've been big Dangerfield fans.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, I definitely saw Paul fiction in theaters uh, several times. Um, I didn't, I did not see Quiz Show or Edward or Shawshank or Clarkson in theaters, even though they're great, but I did not see them in theaters. Um,
2: but um uh, they're making a clerk's uh a third clerks now. Yeah, with yeah. The looking cash. forward
1: to that. Looking forward to that. corks mm. was one of my favorite movies for a long time. It did not make the list, but I mean still love it. Clerks 2 was great. Uh, it really was great. Now, um, director Robert Zemeckis, he's done some good things. Uh Used Cars, Romancing the Stone, Back to the Future, all three of them. Roger Rabbit, Contact, Castaway, Flight. He's done. I mean, I didn't list every one of his movies. So apparently, he's done some big, big movies.
2: Zemeckis said in an interview he thought he got the script passed to him because originally it had a lot of animation in the script, where Mm -hmm. characters like Lieutenant Dan would literally have a dark cloud over him at all times. Oh really? Uh, Jenny would always have angels' wings, things Mm -hmm. like that. And then because he had done Roger Rabbit, Mm -hmm. that he could handle all the animation stuff. But he knew better. He knew the live-action animation is just. Held to get through. Yeah. Uh, so he was happy that uh, the script was changeable to a uh, non animation
1: version. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good. Um, he's he's done, man, he's done some good ones. We've talked about used cars before on the podcast. And, uh, you know, Roger Rabbit is a classic. It's just not one of my favorites. It, but Back to
2: the Future is probably the the biggest one.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back to the Future is his part one, is his number one known for on IMDb and Force Compass Second.
2: And, and this was the one that made the most money.
1: Yeah, I think it made more than I think it made more than Meg Feature. Yeah, a little bit more. Not a lot, probably, but yeah, it did. Um and uh you know, Contact is a great movie. It didn't make my list, but it's close. Castaway I've seen a bunch. Um oh we didn't say which one of these movies have you seen the most? Oh Shark sure Tank. Yes. Sure, oh yeah, oh, of course. Um yeah, it has to be Pulp Fiction for me. That's not a surprise. Um well, I've seen Quiz Show many times and clerks many times. And for well, you know, I've seen Force Gump a shitload. I've, I've seen Pulp Fiction more though, but I've seen Forrest Gump a bunch.
2: Honestly, I've definitely bunch. seen Pulp Fiction and Shawshank far more times than Forrest Gump.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, and uh the tagline is the story of a lifetime. It's yeah. a good tagline. A lot of these taglines are just nonsense or just lazy. That's that's a good one. That's actually a good one. Um I think the Steve Park Award, I'm going to give it to, I don't even remember his name now, but the principal. But uh, Sam Anderson? Yeah, Sam Anderson. He's just, I don't know, I've seen him in so many things. I can't even tell you one thing. I think every one of these people I've mentioned, I'd be like, I know he was on night court because everyone was on night court at some point, if you're, I, if you're the right age. I may be
2: misremembering this, yeah. but I kind of remember him being in the TV show Angel. Hmm. And he was like the head of the law firm and when Angel locks the whole law firm in with these yeah. two vampires, mm-hmm. he's the one pleading for them. No, no, help me, help us. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're on the side of good. He goes, some, 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 I just can't care about you. And he locks him in with the vampires. Okay. To proceed to apparently kill everyone.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's great. Um, the Bechdel test, we've already talked yeah. about it. No. Yeah. I mean, he also it, had, uh, what's her name? Uh, the woman that worked at Forest House, too. She was there over the years. Yeah. But I, I still. Don't and her name was mentioned a couple of times. No, I can't I, I can't
2: recall, but she she definitely was there throughout the years. Yes. Right, right.
1: But, you know, still, it's not going to pass the Bechdel test. Um, but, um, you know, at least there's a few characters in it, at least we know. Um, and we get back to talking about the story here. Um, uh, right after uh, Forrest and Jenny had uh, were had defended her to that guy and she says why are you so good to me and he says you're my girl um and we get another song a needle drop here we get the song turn 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 by the birds and we get the song age of aquarius um and this is where gump is playing ping pong and this is where he gets to really gets to be great at ping pong and uh it's funny because he's entertaining the troops he's in a hospital and everybody's watching him and on the tv behind him is the moon landings mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> that's that's a little bit uh, unrealistic, but you know, hey, uh, it's great. Everyone. But it watching...
2: also puts it in a time frame of when it. Yes. Is.
1: Yeah, but it's great. You know, everyone's watching him. The moon landings happen, um, and uh, he's doing his narration and said that you know the, the army decided the best way for me to fight the communists was to play ping pong, and uh, I just want to mention that uh, ping pong is by far the sport that I'm best at because in college we had a club. It wasn't officially a varsity whatever we would call it team we had a club and we went to other schools and played them oh. and we had uh, our, our teacher our coach was indian guy so he was like i mean the rest of the world
2: intramural sports
1: right the, well the rest of the world ping pong is a sport in the u.s it's kind of considered a game but it's like badminton same thing but ever seen
2: sport badminton Oh my god, it's brutal right 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 i mean i watch these people yeah. going, what the hell if Here I ever did that we just pop it over right. that thing i hope to hit it yeah here
1: here is just a picnic game there is the bruce right oh my god and uh so we had a uh there was an indian guy a math teacher he was our coach and there's a um guy named jean philippe who was actually from france so he was of course the second best player to the coach so we had really good players to learn from and I was ranked usually fifth or sixth, sometimes fourth. And we'd have like challenge matches where you'd gain points or lose points based on who, you know, if you beat a better guy or get beat. Yeah, And we played regular matches and I was, I mean, I had a really good paddle, like force paddle. Here's a terrible plastic paddle with, with a little rubber coating on it. I had like good, good rubber paddle with one side speed or one side spin, one side speed, you know?
2: And uh, so it's better to have the harder rubber with, Variation on it or the foamy side, or what one of
1: beach? Well, foamy on both sides, but like the forehand side was for speed and the backhand side was for spin. Um, but yeah, you know, we were actually really good at it because we had you know good people above us, kind of thing. So, and uh, I just want to mention that because.
2: Well, I do know that the, uh, the ping pong sequence is, uh there's no ping pong ball. It's all CGI did. Really? <laughs> all CGI did, In case you didn't notice that. Oh, man. And there's even a couple of faux pas like that. Uh, like when he gets discharged mm-hmm. from the army yeah he, he puts the, the paddle and the ball oh, yeah. down and yeah. when he picks it back up there's no actual ball there that got cgi'd in so he's like holding a non-existent ball oh, and okay. picks it back up. Okay.
1: Um, but um the uh so he's famous for playing ping pong and it's got him on dick cabot um and john lennon is the guest and uh for you know uh dick cabot's asking him you know He's talking about China, and he's, he's saying, oh, like, "They don't have any uh, the land of China, no, any, no possessions, no possessions." Yeah. Just, yeah. He's like, and then he's talking about God, and John Lennon says, "No religion, too." Dick goes, so "Can you imagine it's it?" It's hard to. It's easy if you try, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I could see why critics would roll their eyes at that. But to me, that's <clears> fun. That's just fun meta bullshit. Um, and uh, he gets off a of Dick Cavett, uh set and walks outside, and Lieutenant Dan is waiting for him in his wheelchair. And uh, so him and Lieutenant Dan are walking down the street and the song, everybody's talking at me.
2: And you know what Lieutenant Dan says.
1: Right. You know, you walking, walking here. In, you're walking here. Yeah. Which is a great reference to the movie, but it's also, he's not actually walking. He, he's he, in he, wheelchair.
2: He, yeah. He's, he's, he's making fun of himself. Right. right? So it's like uh, early on when he first meets uh, uh, Bubba and, and, and Gump. <clears throat> And they said they're both from Alabama, and then he goes, "Oh, so you guys are from Arkansas." On, huh? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like if,
2: you, you can't tell. He's really just not listening, or just didn't care.
1: Right. I but think he does. He does
2: somewhere in the south. That's it.
1: Yeah. He just it starts with an A. He's in the yeah. south. It's close enough. Because he says, like, uh, what does he says? Um, is a fine town. Um, he says uh, whatever one of the cities in Arkansas. Well, that's a fine town, like patron. Oh, he was talking about Little Rock. Yeah, Little, Little Rock. Rock, Little Rock, Rock is, is a fine. Town. That's a fine town, um, and. Uh, he's celebrating the holidays with lieutenant Dan in New York and uh, lieutenant Dan saying what uh, somebody said to him is like ask to ask him have you found Jesus yet and Forrest says, I, I didn't know I was supposed to be looking for him you know and uh lieutenant Dan's talking about how a guy's talking to him about Christianity like if you've if you've found Jesus you can walk with him in the kingdom kingdom of heaven he's like walk and uh so uh they're celebrating New Year's Eve and there's two girls, there um that hang out with uh lieutenant dan and they're you know one of them does like forest too but uh she says something like are you stupid or something and uh and lieutenant dan defends him he's pissed off you know um he's pissed off and he gets him you know out of there so and uh next he uh he gets to meet nixon because he's famous he's a good ping pong player and uh he meets Nixon and he, Nixon asks him what hotel he's staying at. <laughs> he yeah. mentioned something, whatever. He was like a horrible hotel. No, I gotta get no, a no. place for you to stay. I got a better one for it's you. It's brand new. Right. And Forrest is trying to sleep in his hotel room, it's dark, and he sees guys down down and across the way using flashlights and he calls security. He's like,
2: So uh oh, that's was, electricity must be out or something. One of the little details is when he the guy who answers the phone security yeah. is I think it says Frank Willis, and that's <laughs> the guy who reported the break in. Hmm. to the police so that, that's like oh, the, okay. the security guard who reported oh, the break in okay. is the one that he calls oh okay So a little, little I didn't know like that.
1: that I didn't know that I guess I should have paid attention if they're mentioning a name I should have figured it meant something um, and uh, you know you see it pans down you see the uh, stationery or whatever or whatever it Watergate is. is Watergate Hotel or Ashtray or something that has Watergate Hotel on it and uh, this is when the guy comes in and, and uh, discharges him from the army and he's like does it mean they can't play ping pong anymore? He's like, for the army, it does, you know. And uh, he's he. It's time for him. He goes to visit Bubba's family, and uh, tells Bubba Bubba's family the shrimp boat plans. And uh, actually, he tells Bubba at his grave. He tells him how much money he's got and how much.
2: Uh, he went home first to his mom, and his mom oh, had they, all the cutouts of him, right? And happened. he
1: got the money for endorsement for
2: yeah that whatever and he apparently used to do the endorsement for 25000 yeah. he yeah. buys a few things and then gets a
1: up. yeah yeah um and uh he's on the boat and uh you know he can't catch anything and the guy tells him it's bad luck not to have a boat name so he paints jenny on it and uh then it shows uh, jenny uh kind of a disco era here or mid 70s at least and i saw him get down tonight is playing and Jenny's at the bar and uh you know it shows her basically uh in a downward down, downward spiral um then the song free bird uh comes on and the guy she's with is doing heroin and she's doing coke um this is where Jenny walks out on the ledge um and uh free bird
2: right another on the ledge maybe taking a flight yeah yeah more bird references for Jenny yeah
1: yeah and uh this is where, uh, so Forrest is back with his boat, and uh, um, uh, Lieutenant Dan, who had made a promise to be his first mate if he ever got a boat, and uh, Lieutenant Dan said, I got my sea legs. And Forrest just looks at him, and is like, You ain't got no legs. You got no legs? <laughs> um, here's a song I didn't recognize, but I certainly recognize the voice, a song Mr. President by Randy Newman. Uh, Randy Newman's voice is pretty easy to pick out, so um, and They're having trouble catching stuff. So, uh, Forrest said he he should go to church and pray for it. So he's in the church choir. One
2: of the things about when Lieutenant Dan showed up there that always bothered me was that Forrest sees him. The boat's going one way. He jumps out of the boat, swims over to Lieutenant Dan. Right. And as he talked to him, the boat is going the opposite direction. Yeah. 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 How did that boat get turned around? Yeah. You know, it was on that boat. No one's on that boat. It got turned around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, but, uh, yeah. He's so Dan's going to join him now, but, um, um, uh they going to, he's going to church and, and praying you know um and uh what happens is there's a hurricane and destroyed basically every shrimp boat except for theirs so they're all of a sudden they've got all the shrimp they want um, so uh
2: all the uh shots of the destroyed shrimp boats
1: mm-hmm.
2: were from hurricane hugo Happened mm-hmm. in the
1: late 80s, yeah. You know, I remember yeah. Hugo, I remember Hugo. So, all
2: oh, that's from that time, yeah. 89 uh, maybe, 80s or 90s, Can't or like yeah. uh, yeah, remember. because the Carmen did happen way back right. then, um, right? And I'm sure it had wrecked havoc, but they didn't have any real uh footage of it. But Hugo would happen mm-hmm. and they had all these boats up on up on ground and okay, turned over. So, yeah, that that footage was from Hugo,
1: okay, yeah, okay. Um and uh so now they got the Bubba Gump shrimp and uh Forrest is telling the woman on the bench like it's a household name. And but there's the guy is there now too on the bench and he says, I've heard some whoppers in my time, but he gets up laughing at him, thinking he's lying about Man, being rich. Talking to yeah. The
2: millionaire.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then the woman likes his story and he says, Would you like to see what Tim Dan looks like? And out of his briefcase, he pulls a Fortune magazine yeah. with him and Lieutenant Dan yeah. on the cover.
2: Yeah. Bubba Gump on the cross.
1: And up. she's just staring at him giant eyes like, you know, he doesn't even think anything of it. But, yeah, so he's obviously telling the truth there. But um, And this is where Lieutenant Dan is here on the boat with him. And uh, Lieutenant Dan just jumps off the boat and starts swimming away. And, well, you know, he says
2: something really interesting. And uh, I caught it this time. He mm-hmm. goes, uh, Bubba, Bubba Gump, you yeah. know. I never thanked you for saving my life. Yeah. And then he jumps in the water. He didn't actually say thank you for saving my life. He just says, I never said thank you. Right. And right. then he gets in the water and, and, and Gump says, Well, it's like Lieutenant Dan made he's, his peace with God. Yeah.
1: And they're trying to make you think that he's, he's almost killing himself. Almost swimming
2: up. But I don't I didn't think that. They seem more happy, happy and joking in in his elements, so Right. Speak. Um, I think he was very comfortable with himself. He looked more comfortable than mm-hmm. I'm going to commit suicide or something
1: like that. Yeah, yeah. Just the way his wording. And, you know,
2: but he, but his wording there, that I never never thanked you, and then jumps in the water, it was a little depressively su- suspicious. Right. You know, but you right. Know. It's like
1: not apologizing to someone and saying mm-hmm. I'm sorry you felt that way, <laughs> and not actually saying you're sorry. I'm sorry you felt yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I agree. Yeah, I'd like to apologize for your stupidity. Right, I mean, right. no, no, he, uh, He's a little probably as close as he, as Lieutenant Dan could get at that point to uh, mm-hmm. admitting he was wrong about something, or or coming around to uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: make himself whole again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he gets the word that uh, his mom is sick, and uh, he dives in the ocean um, as soon as Lieutenant Dan, like I think, opens the light or whatever, like
2: and it was a it was a call it was a thing on my phone. Hey, I got a call here. And he goes, hey, well, well, Oh yeah. Gump, that's Gump's, right, that's uh, right. Gump's busy. He goes, well, his mom's sick. Mm-hmm. Gump stands up and he just jumps off the boat. Like <laughs> yeah. he did when he sold ten ten. Dan. starts yeah. Swimming away.
1: Yeah. And, uh, he gets him, he goes, you know, gets home, and says, him jumping out of the, the taxi, running up, running up toward this house. And, uh, his mom's talking to him and, and then, you know, she dies. So, you know. he, he
2: stays at home in Greenbow. Yeah. And, uh, Lieutenant Dan takes care of the business. Mm-hmm. Invests a few, a little bit of the money for him in some fruit company.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dan, Lieutenant Dan got me invested in some kind of fruit company. And I got a call from him saying, we don't have to worry about money no more. I said, good. that's one last thing.
2: Yeah, well, another one of the little uh, faux pas was there. When they, when they opened up the uh, the letter, it was obviously Apple Incorporated. Right. The logo is a much newer logo than the more. Oh, Okay. Had. So uh, it was that. You know, the original logo was almost the the green apple. Okay. Uh, Beatles the apple Beatles, logo, but okay. Beatles apple logo was a whole apple, right? And then the the first uh, Apple one was with a bite taken out of it because bites and computers, and stuff right?
1: Like right.
2: That. Okay. And it went to later on, around Macintosh time, mm-hmm. uh, that they started using the colored version.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. And we'll be back right after this.
0: Just run away, Forrest. Run,
2: Forrest! Run away! Hurry!
0: Get the bikes!
2: Hurry up! Let's get it!
0: Come on! Look out, dummy! Here we go! get you!
1: We are back here on the podcast talking about Forrest Gump, and we're going to play the trivia game that we play here uh, lately, and um, we're going to give each other a name, and uh, you get one minute to name as many movies from that person, and would you like to give me a name, or would you like first, or? I'll give you a name. Okay. I'm going to pick an actor
2: from this uh, movie, Forrest Gump. There's so many well-known actors in it. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to pick one of them. Okay. One of the more well-known, I guess you could say. Okay. All
1: right.
2: Haley Joel Osment. The Sixth Sense. One.
1: Forrest Gump. Two. Pay It Forward. 3 uh, uh, hmm. Um, Three. Let's see. He's been on the Comedy Bang and TV show a bunch of times. I'll TV. He's on the new Michael Douglas Netflix show. Um, he might have been in the Between the Two Ferns movie that uh, Scott Ackman did, um, but probably not. I know he's been in several other movies. I have no idea what they are. Uh, oh, uh, oh, A.I. A.I. Four. Yeah. Um, strong showing there. Yeah. Um, and
2: time, oh, probably the only other really big movie he was in was Secondhand Lions. Oh, but right, he's been right, a bunch right. of other stuff here. I'm looking at his list, I'm like, ah, what has he really done? Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot of the stuff when he was younger, mm-hmm. and he does a lot of TV and voice work and game work now, yeah, as well as produce stuff, yeah. Uh, but he's only 33,
1: right? 34 and and he's so. he's on uh, he's on the Comedy Bang Bang mm-hmm. TV show, he's on many many episodes, but oh, yeah. he yeah. he's played Slow Joey. Did you ever see <laughs> the boys
2: TV show though? Superhero, I still, haven't. I still uh, haven't. He plays a, a swarmy superhero okay. character called the Mesmerist, okay, or Mesmer, who, who hypnotizes people and, and people shouldn't know. So. Oh, okay,
1: okay, all right, all right. So, by the way, I didn't mention we have a minute to do this and it's time, so okay, so I got you a name that's a little bit easier than him, really? um, also from the movie Sally Field, Force Gun. one punchline, two.
2: <clears throat> smoking the Bandit? Three. smoking the Bandit two? Four. She wasn't in Smokey as a Bandit, so I can't do that one. Uh uh Norma Ray? Five. Uh Absence of Malice? Six. Um. Uh, Mrs.
1: Seven. Um
2: Which one was she? The Amazing Spider-Man.
1: Eight.
2: Amazing Spider-Man 2. Nine. Because there are only two of them. <clears throat> um, places in the Heart. Ten. Um, yeah, time. Time. It's pretty good. I'm sure she did a lot more, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Also it accepted Steel Magnolias. Um, oh yeah, yeah. um and what, Murphy's Romance, James Garner. Was one, one. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean there are several more, yeah. but I can't I can't think yeah. of yeah.
2: everything from Smoking the Bayonet up through I'll say Steel Magnolias. She probably did seven more movies in the middle there than mention.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um so back to talking about the story here. Uh we left off and he got invested in Apple. And uh, so he's, he's very rich now. And he's talking about how he gave the money away to a lot of charities and he gave Bubba share to his mama. And now she has a maid. And so it shows her having a maid, a white maid uh, waiting on her now. So, um, and this is, a uh, uh, Jenny, Jenny's back there and Jenny and Forrester walk walking. Uh, she's throwing rocks at her old house and, uh, uh, the song Sweet Home," another big song, Sweet Home Alabama, comes in and uh, she gives him a pair of Nikes and uh, the best gift
2: he'd ever been given,
1: right? Yeah, um, and uh, this is one of the couple parts in the movie that really gets to me. Like, uh, you know, he proposes, he's like, uh, Henny, would you marry me? And she said, like, You don't want to marry me, Forrest, and he says, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is, <laughs> um. And uh, they uh, sometime a little bit after this, they have sex and then she's gone. Takes off. Yeah. And uh, this is when he's, he's like, I started running. No particular reason. I just started running. And I ran across, you know, Greenbow County, Oregon House, Alabama, ran all the way to the ocean. You just kept running. Kept running. And of course, the song is running on empty. Um, and uh, and you also get the song Fleetwood Mac, Go Your Own Way. And yeah. uh, This is where he uh, talks to the guy. um the guys are asking him for ideas, and uh, he steps in shit. And the and the guy and force says it happens. He's like, "What shit?" shit. So the guy who gets rich on bumper stickers for shit happens. And uh, he also talks to the guy who's looking for a t-shirt idea. He uses a t-shirt to wipe the mud off his face. Yellow and, t-shirt, right, right, right. There's that happy face. Right, right, and he says, "Have a yeah, nice have day." A nice day. Yeah. And then we get another song, "On the Road Again." and another song against the wind um no wonder the song this soundtrack was a big oh, song yeah. um and uh finally he gets the point he's like i just stopped running i'm kind of tired i'm just gonna stop running
2: and, and he goes up he says i'm gonna go home he turns around and walks to the crowd except the uh the angle in the shot mm-hmm. they're looking west oh, really? at Monument Valley. so when he turns around and starts going west oh, okay he's, he's going away from
1: home right right um and uh and this is where he um He's on the bus talking to the the woman that's there and and uh, in the bus and box. she's she mentions where he's going to meet see Jenny
2: he Henry the, Street he, he pulls the letter out and has the address on it. Right. Goes, we have to get on the bus, it's just
1: five or six boxes. Five or six way. box that way, yeah. And he starts running away. right, right. And uh, he gets to Jenny's place and uh, meets Forrest and he says, You're a mama, Jenny. And she says, His name's Forrest. And he says, Like me. And even after his daddy, he's got a daddy name for us, too. <laughs> She's like, uh, you're already his daddy for us. Daddy. Yeah. And uh she says, Isn't he beautiful? And he said, That's the most beautiful, he's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And this is the line in the movie. And he's like, But, but is 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 he smart? Like, can he? And she says, He's very smart. He's one of the smartest in his class. And he's crying. And so, that's such a beautiful, beautiful moment, really. Um, so a lot
2: of people in you know, the debate, is Forrest Jr. really Forrest's son?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's when the two of them are together that they have a lot of visual clues. Mm-hmm. I've read about this. Uh, mm-hmm. like they sit down and watch Bert and Ernie right. on Sesame Street. Yeah. And uh, they both kind of move their body, and right. tilt their head the same way. Yeah. And every time they're together, they're kind of sitting and tilting and moving the same way. Mm-hmm. And the kids are natural, all the stuff that Forrest could do, like play ping pong and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He can do well. Yeah. So, uh, and except for being smarter, and I guess when they said they read together, maybe Forrest read to him, Forrest Jr. read to Forrest Sr. Oh, yeah. You
1: know, that kind of thing. Yeah.
2: Um, the visual clues are all there. And then, of course, later on, Forrest Jr. getting on the bus and it's the right. same bus driver. Right. Who was smoking when she picked up Forrest, yes. Uh, senior, yeah. and now she's chewing gum,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, and then Jenny, well, Jenny, Jenny mentioned she has some kind of virus,
2: and uh, they don't know what it is, right? Can't do nothing about it,
1: right? And Forrest says, will you can come out with me, I'll take care of you, and uh, and then she poses to him.
2: Yeah. So, uh, based on the timing, it could be AIDS, yeah, uh-huh. but uh, the, the writer, Groom, mm-hmm. Winston Groom, wrote a sequel to this called F- Gump and Company. Yeah. Um, in which he says that it was hepatitis C, mm. which is very, not very well known. Hepatitis was known, but C wasn't known. Okay. And uh, they couldn't do much about it at the time. And her contracting was from all the drug use in the seventies. Mm, right. Uh, so she, that's what she died of.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: According to the official
1: writer. Okay. Well, I mean, they They can say that, but, but they left it open.
2: ended. in fact, Zemeckis says he never told, they never had a specific reason of what it was. You died up right. and nothing was ever told to Robert, Wright. This is what you're dying of.
1: Right. So right. it's just,
2: you know, you've got a, a virus you're dying.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's the early eighties.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, they have the wedding and this is where Lieutenant Dan comes with his fiance and uh, he's yeah. got titanium legs. He walks in. Yeah. Same thing. They you know, a space shuttle. And, uh, four says you got new legs. You got magic legs. And, uh, and after the wedding this is where he forced saying Jenny dies. He's at her gravestone, and, um, under her tree. And, uh, she has a note. She has a letter from, uh, Forrest jr. And like he said, I couldn't read it. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, I had that house bulldozed. She grew up in and, uh, and, uh, yeah, the, this word, little force getting on the bus and he already, uh, you know, he already knew her name and, uh, He's got the, uh, they're talking about the Curious George book here. And uh, the feather from the book, from the Curious George book is there. And, uh, you know, it goes, uh, land. that's where he lands on him and he puts it in the book. Um, and,
2: uh, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And that's how it no, is. Yeah, the gravesite, he says, you know, you died on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then it shows the gravestone, except the date on it would have been a Monday. Oh really? Yeah, little factual things like that. They could have easily checked that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, uh, so who's your guy in this movie?
2: Um, wow, Lieutenant Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, knocks it out of the park, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, his 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 character—it's got legs.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, plus the special effects and all that stuff, and I think uh, I think there's only one part in the movie where. I think it's after the New Year's Eve where he kicks the girls out. Mm-hmm. They call four stupid, and if you pay attention, he kind of uses his real legs to help himself get up.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Other
2: than that, you wouldn't know. You would think that he was yeah without legs. Okay. I, I think just uh, Garrison—he's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And the character is just so sarcastically bitter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Some someone was writing on one of the things was had. If you really wanted to die in the war. Why did he prevent them from saluting him in Vietnam? Otherwise, we need to pop in that war. Right, exactly. If you really wanted to die as a soldier in the war, you'd right. had everyone saluting him everywhere he was.
1: Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Uh, my guy, I guess I'll say Bubba, Michael T. Williamson, uh, he's just a, you know, it's the first thing that, you know, pretty much anybody saw him in too and made him made him pretty well known. And uh, he did a good job of that uh that country, you know, that country accent. He's like, my name's Bubba, but just like one of them redneck boys. You believe that? <laughs> He's just—I uh, like him a lot. Um, he does a good job of uh, telling us about Trump and everything. And he—he uh, like-
2: he knew what he was had to talk about. He knew what uh, mm-hmm. what his whole life was about, and stuck to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, who's the villain in this movie? Uh, yeah, I don't
2: really see a villain in the movie. No, I read mean, a lot of stories about Jenny being the villain, or this or this mm-hmm. or the other. No, this this like I said this this movie didn't really have a, a plot didn't really have a story arc for a hero although Force is ostensibly the hero mm-hmm. ostensibly
0: mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's no real character growth for him mm-hmm. that I can really see as a hero's growth or hero's journey yeah. so therefore I don't really see a, a villain either it's a more of a slice of life yeah. for his life and more of a, a whole pie of life yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's more of a, a reflection of America mm-hmm. through his eyes than anything else.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. No, no villain in there. And even if they were, there's no way they make yeah. the top 10.
2: Although I'm uh, not really quite villain, but I do remember reading something else that a lot of veterans say that that the firefight scene where we shot up yeah. is to them, the most realistic firefight scene they've ever had. Cause suddenly things just start happening. You never see the, see yeah. the enemy. People get shot up and, Blown up and killed, and you never know what, what's going on. You yeah. just drop to the ground and survive as much as you can. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm praying a lot of veterans have seen this, and this, in regards to war, mm-hmm. the most accurate for them with their perspective of what what it was like. You know, yeah. Boom! Suddenly, so you're attacked, and you have no idea where it's coming from. Right. Really. Uh, yeah. You know, it's in that direction. Keep your head down and survive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, no, no villain, no villain for yeah. this week. Um, now. Um, Time to talk about the list. Would this be on your top 100
2: list? Yeah. This is just yeah. a good movie. It's just, yeah. too much going on. Despite what some critics might say, mm-hmm. it's a well-made movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like nearly all the characters, even the ones mm-hmm. that aren't particularly likable.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and a lot of the ones who aren't particularly likable aren't in very long. Mm-hmm. Um, i say the probably the most character growth you get out of someone would be Lieutenant Dan, because mm-hmm. he goes through a wide variety of stuff from being the whole person in the beginning when you first meet him, mm-hmm. to having his legs shut off, to being the bitter person, and then to slowly just coming back around to being part of society.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, where do you think it is on my list?
2: Uh, so, your list, let me pull up your list. I've got a.
1: Paul is trying to guess exactly
2: where it is on your list.
1: Um, where it is on my list, there's want, not many
2: gaps left. I want to put it high on your list 29. Seventy five. Oh, wow, so far away.
1: Seventy five on the list. We're not um, put it
2: that far down, you mean?
1: Yeah, it's uh you know, it's always, I've always loved it. Um it's came it's come down over the years for sure, uh, where it would have been previously, but still love the movie. Still a great re rewatch. Uh lots of good emotional moments, still very funny. Um good story. Um, um yeah, seventy five. There's, yeah, there's very few gaps left. And at this yeah. point, it's ridiculous that Paul hasn't gotten one right just by the law of
2: averages. Yeah, the law of averages says. even if you weren't trying. I, think <laughs> I got within one. Yeah. Within one, I can't remember which one that was. I got within one. Office
1: space, maybe or something? Yeah. For or reservoir dogs.
2: Yeah. yeah and that was fairly early on. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And yeah. now there's all these like smaller gaps and I still can't. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. um it's even if you weren't trying to do it, even if you're rolling a die. You would have got it by now, just just I mean, you're not, I think I'm the
2: next one I'm going to. Uh, Roll. although I think I've best 20 or 29 the last two or three, four movies, yeah, just hoping that would hit one,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, 75 from my list. Um, yeah. and uh, what did not make the list? I'm just going to mention uh, because it's Zemeckis and Hanks, Away. I've seen Away a bunch of times, I saw it in theaters, loved it, used to watch it on cable a bunch. Still love the movie, but doesn't make my list. But you know, still a great movie, and it's.
2: Who is the villain? He cast away. Wilson. Yeah, I think nature was. Oh, okay. Because he was, uh, it was him against nature basically for most of that movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, nature beat the crap out of him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think nature got him at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he was rescued, he was he he pretty much given up. Mm-hmm. And then of course, the world had moved on, which is another part of nature. Yeah, and it got him again.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, Castaway. Um. So it's time to talk about we're doing. Uh, oh, Back to the Future was on
2: your list. Either was it?
1: Yeah, Back to the Future one. Yeah, yeah. We did, we did. we watch that already? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Really? Like a year ago. Oh my God, I can't remember. That. Like a year ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Back to the Future is like 25 somewhere in there. Was it? Yeah. up here. Yeah, it's like really crap. 25 somewhere in that area. Yeah. yeah,
2: 23. Wow. 23. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. Sorry, Michael Tay.
1: How's a year ago, so, yeah. Um, and it's uh, so time to talk about what we're doing next week. Um, oh, before that, plugs. Do you have any plugs? Uh, I do not have any plugs. Okay. This time. The plugs are just uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, we have a brand new country as of, I uh, just checked today, uh, Japan. Japan. Yeah. Yeah, so Japan is...
2: Uh, oh, I wish I knew more than, like, Konnichiwa. Yeah, yeah.
1: About? Domo arigato. No, no, no. Um Yeah we've got japan now still no china because you know the communists are afraid of us but we've got japan so that's pretty cool um it's a new country we have about 32 33 countries something like that listening and about 35 states different states so it's pretty good um so we're time we're we're doing next week um use some sex panther get two tickets to the gun show and go fuck yourself san Diego. That's right, next week we're doing Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy on 100 Movies I Love. 100 Movies You Love.
2: This is my very good friend, Mr. Gump. Can you say hi to him? Hello, Mr. Gump. Hello. Hello. Can I go watch TV now? Yes, you can. Just keep it
0: low. You're a mama, Jenny.
1: I'm a mama. His name's
2: Forrest. Like me. I named him after his daddy.
0: He got a daddy named Forrest, too? You're
2: his daddy, Forrest. Hey. Forrest, look at me. Look at me, Forrest. There's nothing you need to do, okay? You didn't do anything wrong. Okay? Isn't he beautiful?
0: He's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But, is he smart?
2: He's very smart. He's one of the smartest in his class.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Go talk to him. What are
0: you watching?